What is up, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to a new episode of What Do I Know, where pop culture meets books. Um, I told you guys I was going to try to be more consistent with posting, and I was going to try to do two episodes this month, and voila, here's the second episode of the month. Hell, next next week, I might even put out an episode as well, because the goal is to eventually get to weekly episodes but for now I'm just you know my goals I'm trying to be I'm trying to just do little little goals that I can achieve and so right now we're just aiming for two episodes a month and if my schedule permits and my motivation permits we're gonna get to weekly episodes and I actually do want to bring back interviewing people if y'all remember back in 2020 I interviewed two or three people I interviewed my girl Belle and my other girl, Gigi, and those are really great episodes. I was listening to those episodes the other day, and I was like, that was a great idea. I really should get back to that. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, I just felt like, I felt um, productive today, motivated, so I just like decided to hop on and record a new episode. Um, any some updates on my life nothing much you know just really trying to really trying to stick to my resolution this year of losing this weight I'm not gonna lie to y'all this has been very difficult for me I it's I don't know what's going on it's just been really hard to stick to it's just been really hard (laughs) like the food part of losing weight is is the hard part the exercising part is really not that hard. You know, like I, you know, I, I've said before, I did sports growing up, so I, I can work out, but the food part has been very difficult, just sticking to a calorie deficit, sticking to a certain amount of calories. And to be honest, shit, even working out has been hard because of my back issue. Um, this week I did pretty good. I, my goal was to work out three days this week and I did work out three days. I actually started walking outside. We have like a, um, a courtyard like literally my apartment is located right next to our courtyard and there's like chairs out there so I got the idea I literally would just walk around the courtyard for I'm trying to do 30 minutes but um and then once I feel like sitting down I'll just sit down so I'm trying to do I'm trying to walk for seven minutes straight then sit down just just to like get to a point that I can get back to standing without my back hurting or like at least be able to withstand the pain because I I just I don't want to let this back issue control my life I really don't um so yeah I'm trying y'all I got this um meal prep service and I got a new meal prep service it's okay the food tastes like shit because you know (laughs) it's it's healthy stuff like bland ass white meat chicken and I do like sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes. It's bland as fuck, but it's low in calorie and high in protein. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm choking it down. One thing about my body, I do not like vegetables. And it's very hard for me to eat vegetables at my big age. But I'm choking it down because I really, like, have got to get serious this year about losing this weight. Like, it's, it's literally gotten to, like, do or die at this point. Like, it's. My weight is starting to affect my mobility, which is never done before. Like I've never had the, I've never had back issues in my life. When I was younger, I did have a foot issue. I had plantar fasciitis, but 
And that's because I was working two dead-end standing-ass jobs. So, so my plantar fasciitis has gone away. I haven't had that issue in a long time. But this back issue, this ain't it, <laughs> okay? You know, you never realize how much you have to stand and walk until you can no longer do it. Like, literally now, everywhere I go, I think about, oh, my God, am I going to have to stand? Oh, my God, am I going to have to walk? Like, it's actually very embarrassing and annoying. So, (sighs) I'm trying my best. This week, I did pretty good. Last week, I did pretty good. And um, I started a food journal, and I'm trying to keep up with that. I'm not really used to writing down everything that I eat, but it's like a food journal. So, I write down what I eat, and then I write down how I felt after eating it or whatever and then I'm trying to get more water in it's a lot luckily I actually like to drink water that's actually one of the few healthy things about me is I like water I I really do like water and I don't like alcohol so that thankfully has worked because I know like alcohol is really bad if you're trying to lose weight so thankfully I don't have to worry about giving up drinking because I already don't like to drink so um yeah it's, uh, it's cool. So we'll see. I don't really know how much I don't, I can't tell if I really lost anything yet because I don't weigh myself. Um, so I'm just kind of going by how clothes fit and see, you know, just go from there. But yeah, y'all just continue to wish your girl luck and, and motivation because I'm trying. All right, moving on. Let's get into it. Um, book review again, have not been reading any books. Sorry, y'all. I, I, I thought this week I would finish this book that I, again started last year but I don't know why it's just been very hard to read books I'm just like addicted to my phone so all I do is scroll through my phone and like text and I just need to put it down and get back to reading but I mean I can review like an older book that I've read um you know what random but I actually read the Harry Potter series twice when I was younger um shout out to my mom honestly my mom got me into reading when I was in sixth grade when she bought me the Harry Potter book. She bought me, I think, the second Harry Potter book. And I just, like, randomly started reading it one day when I was in sixth grade. And I was like, wow, this is a lit-ass book. And so um, my mom bought me the whole series. And I read the whole thing. Well, at the time, the last book hadn't come out yet. So I'd read all six. And then the last book came out when I was, like, in 11th grade, I want to say, or 10th grade. It came out when I was in high school. Um... So yeah, yo, I, I love the Harry Potter series. That's honestly what got me into reading. Before that, I really was not a big reader. Like in elementary school, I didn't read that much. But in middle school, because of Harry Potter, I became an avid reader. So yeah, I guess my book review will be on Harry Potter. <laughs> I love the Harry Potter series. I think it's way better than the movies. I do not like the movies at all. I do not like any Harry Potter movie. And I don't know... I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I read the book. So I know like certain aspects of the movies is just not correct (laughs) or like not what I feel like it should be. I just don't really like the movies. I feel like some of the actors acting like I'm not going to lie. The the Daniel Radcliffe's acting in the first couple movies suck. Um, I just don't like the movies. I've tried many times to force myself to watch them and I just cannot. I think I've seen like the first three or four movies and I just cannot force myself to watch them so yeah but anyway the books are really great um it really introduced me to it introduced me to like England like 
how they do things over there like the schools like prefects and stuff i never heard of that but like interestingly enough when i used to talk to my parents about you know harry potter they knew about prefects and stuff because england obviously colonized nigeria so they had things like that when they were in school so that was kind of cool and um yeah it's just i i think harry potter is a great series i have not read it as an adult <laughs> um i do see on twitter people that have read it as an adult adult have pointed out the problematic parts of harry potter like for instance the asian character's name being what was her name something it was like Choi chang or something which yes like thinking back on it that that is a little racist um i don't know people that have read it now as an adult are have pointed out like the problematic parts of harry potter that i never noticed as a kid so yeah i think i do need to go back and reread it as an adult but um yeah, I really like the series. I mean, it was just, it's, I just, it was very, it just keeps you on edge. And um, I think it's a great book. I think for anyone that has kids that wants your kids to get into reading, I think it's a great series to start with. It has big words. So your kids vocabulary will be expanded. Um, I didn't even know that many parents did not allow their kids to read Harry Potter back in the day because it, it had witchcraft in it. And a lot of religious people didn't like their kids to read Harry Potter. I had no idea. I actually had a friend growing up that was not allowed to read Harry Potter because it was witchcraft. I was like, damn, I didn't even know that was a thing because my parents were not. One thing that I will, I will credit my parents, they were not super religious. For African parents, my parents are not like that crazy religious, like that I, I could I could read whatever I wanted I could watch whatever I wanted they never limited us because of things like that but um yeah I would say you know if you don't care about witchcraft um definitely I would suggest a book to read maybe I should reread re it as an adult again before I say that <laughs> but yeah so Harry Potter loved it growing up and it got me into reading and it, it got me into becoming an avid reader so yeah okay so let's um switch gears here let's get into drop it like it's hot topics um so first topic of course one of the biggest news to come out of the celebrity world actor dancing injures and and socialite Lori harvey have made their relationship official so if you don't know dancing injures is he is an actor um and he his claim to fame in acting is being in the popular fx tv show snowfall and it's a really great series. I love Snowfall. The sixth and final season is coming out. I think like next month. They just dropped the trailer for it. So I'm really excited for that. He plays Franklin. What was his last name? Franklin Saint something. Franklin something. Um, but he he plays Franklin who is a big time drug dealer in the LA. In LA. It takes place in the 80s. During the whole, you know, when... All the ghettos around America were riddled with with crack and all that. He he's um he plays a drug dealer that basically introduces crack into his neighborhood and all the stuff that he has to go through with the CIA and all that stuff. It's a very interesting series. I definitely recommend it. But yeah, he stars in that. That's kind of his claim to fame. He's from England. He's actually Nigerian. He's a Nigerian British actor. Would not know he was from England when you watch the show because he does a fantastic American accent. I don't know why English people are so good at imitating us, but we can't imitate them for shit. It's actually insane. Like, when I found out that Dancing Idris was 
um, English, I couldn't believe it. I was like, damn, he sounds so, he sounds so, um, American. But yeah. So yeah, he starts in that. I would say that's really the only big project he's done. I don't know if, I have not heard of him doing anything else. I don't think he's been in any real movies or anything like that. His big claim to fame is Snowfall. I don't know if I'd consider him an A-list actor, but he's like up there, I guess. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so it was rumored a little while ago that he was dating Lori Harvey, but um, you know, there was no proof. So about two days ago, Damson put on his story a picture of Lori and him, a picture of him kissing Lori Harvey's cheek, basically confirming that they're dating and his nickname for her is Nunu. Y'all, when I tell you, <laughs> when I tell you the internet was in shambles when Damson put that on his story, like, so many girls on Twitter were losing it because it's like, damn, Lori, you done got another one of our crushes. First, Michael B. Jordan, as y'all know, Lori dated Michael B. Jordan for a minute. They dated for like, I want to say like two years, maybe a year and a half. Now she's with Damson. Damn, girl. So, of course, the discourse around their relationship has just been through the roof on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. And everybody's putting their opinion. Of course, as usual, a lot of men, you know, and then calling Lori all types of names because, you know, she has moved. He's, she's added another name to that very long roster of hers. Um, You know, at first I was like sad because I kind of sort of thought had a crush on Damson. But to be honest, I'm kind of like, eh, he, he's, he's okay. He's not like the finest man ever. He's just okay. Um, You know, what I think of their relationship, I think it's interesting I think for both of them they both picked interesting choices but I'm not gonna lie their relationship just like her relationship with Michael B. Jordan screams PR it just doesn't seem genuine I don't know what it is but it just doesn't seem genuine like even in the pictures from her birthday party because actually her birthday just passed actually happy Capricorn birthday to Lori fellow Capricorn she just turned 26 um, I don't know. No, actually, did she turn 26 or 27? No, 26, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Something about their relationship just, like, screams, you know, PR, just trying to get their names out there. Because definitely, this relationship has, I feel like, heightened Damson Idris's, like, place. Like, before this, nobody talked about Damson this much. I'm gonna be real. Like, Unless you watch Snowfall, you really don't know who the fuck Dan Sanders is. It's actually a really funny video of somebody asking <laughs> Denzel Washington about Dan Sanders. And he's he's calling him dancing. Oh my god, let me see if I can find it. The video is hilarious. Denzel Washington said, who? Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. It is literally, I think it might be this one. Is it this one? Where is it? He like calls Damson dancing something. I don't know if I can find now. Okay, this might be it. Hold on. TV, so, so brother, I got to say, man, excellent performance. Now that you've, I mean, you've directed Fences, uh, you know, you used to do Broadway. And I, I'm blessed to be able to, to be somewhere out there on a beautiful day with Paul. 
have projects. Al got a reoccurrence. I don't know where she is producing her, so I'm just trying to these memes online. They, they, people love bringing you up in social media. And this dancing address thing, huh? Uh, have you, have oh, you yeah. finally figured out who? First of all, listen, what's the boy name? Damson Right. He said he read for fences. I ain't never met him. But I hope he's... Y'all heard that? <laughs> Hold on, but that's not the one I'm looking for. It's the one where he calls him dancing something. That shit, I think it's this one. I previously interviewed Damson Idris, who said that he auditioned for the role as your son. Damson Idris. He said he auditioned to portray your son on Fences. And he is constantly compared to you and went viral last week for your for impersonating you. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like he's one of the leaders of this new black renaissance in TV and film? Uh, who, who are you talking about? Damson Idris from Snowfall. He is the... You don't know who that is? You don't know who Damson is? You gotta know who he is. What show? Snowfall? They compare Damson to Denzel. Oh, you don't know who they is? Well, when off, uh, off record. No disrespect, Damson. No disrespect, Damson. Off record. <laughs> like, what? When he calls him dancing, I just fucking lose it. He said dancing, Damson. But anyway, what was I talking about? Um. I done lost my train of thought bringing up that damn video. I don't even remember what I was saying before that. But anyway, I just, something about it screams PR. Oh yeah, I was saying how, yes, before this whole relationship announcement, Damson's name was not mentioned this much. Like, I feel like with Lori and Michael, Michael was helping Lori. Because Michael B. Jordan is an A-list actor. I personally don't think he's that great of an actor, but he is an A-list actor. I will give him that. He is A-list. I feel like Damson is not yet A-list yet. And so him dating Lori is more so to his benefit than hers. I do think that. I feel like she is going to elevate him and get him into, get get people talking about him. Because let me tell you, the way social media was going crazy when it was announced that they were dating. So I don't know. Something about it feels PR-y. I don't know what it is. I don't know why he would need to do a PR stunt like this. Same with, again, same with Lori. Um... But yeah, I mean, you know, good luck to them. I think they do make a cute couple. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> they make a cute couple. You know what's funny? Also, what's funny is somebody had said, after she broke up with Michael B. Jordan, I saw this tweet. I cannot even find it. Somebody had tweeted that they think she's going to get with the Nigerian guy next. And lo and behold, she done got herself a Nigerian. And I think that's hilarious because Nigerians, we are like, the in thing right now so i am actually not surprised that she did go and get herself a nigerian man go ahead lori and you know what people talking about oh well dancing dancing you know she's gonna get she's she she's gonna learn not to mess with nigerian men because you know nigerian men they get a bad rap of you know not being like the best the best life partners or the best boyfriends y'all i think lori harvey can handle damn damson idris okay um, especially because Damson grew up in England, not Nigeria. So he's like diluted Nigerian. <laughs> so yeah, I think she'll be fine, but we'll see how long it lasts. Um, but anyway, speaking of dancing, Damson, look at me calling, look at me calling him dancing. Speaking of Damson, the new season of Snowfall just dropped. Let me play a little bit for you guys. Oh, Mary V. Have this baby. I want the life I was so close to having. I could taste them. Till they ripped it away. 
You were supposed to be out. Out. I built an empire. Starting back in zero. That ain't gonna happen. We know exactly who we dealing with. If you don't give back what you stole, it's gonna get real bad for you. Swallow your pride and make peace with your family. Because this isn't good for anyone. Told you the gloves had to come off. That's just a little bit of the trailer. I'm not going to play the whole thing. But I'm excited, y'all. I am excited. This is the final season. I actually need to rewatch the show because last season, I still remember last season. I'm not going to lie. I was having trouble remembering some things because there was kind of a big break between season four and season five, I think because of COVID. So I think I need to go back and rewatch it. But I'm really excited. Like I said, I love Snowfall. It's a great show. I'm glad it's, I'm glad they're ending it. I do hate shows that don't know when to stop. I think six seasons is perfect. Um, so I'm excited. We will see what happens. I have a feeling his character is going to die. I have a feeling Franklin is going to die. Usually drug kingpins, they either die or they go to prison for life. So one of those two things is going to happen. I doubt he's going to get away with it. But we will see what happens. So yeah, that's um that's it for that. Next up on Drop It Like It's Hot Topics. Um we got a new movie just new movie trailer just came out. What is it called? I don't even remember what it was called. It starts Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. I, I forgot to look that up. Hold on a second. Yeah, okay, so the trailer for this new movie starring Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Lauren London, Nia Long, and a couple other people just dropped. It's coming out on Netflix. Let me play a little bit of the trailer. Ezra! What are you after these days? Got a girlfriend? No. You don't like getting pushy? Hearing the word pussy come out of your mouth does make me question whether or not I like it. Back again, up in the I'm never going to meet a woman who understands me. I don't think I've heard of a man ever who wanted to be in a relationship so badly besides Drake. And I'm talking Views Drake. The heat allowed. I feel like Views Drake, alone on a building, dangling my legs off, wondering what it's like to feel companionship. What the fuck? What the fuck? You're not getting five stars. Yeah, I'm an Uber driver. I mean, honestly, you guys are twins. Oh my god, wait, she really does look like me. I'm sorry, this was insane. Let me make it up to you. All right, that's a little bit of that trailer. So basically, the movie is about Jonah Hill and Lauren London. They become in a relationship, interracial couple. Lauren London's parents are played by Nia Long and um, Eddie Murphy. And I, for, I forgot who plays Jonah's parents. And it's, you know, it's a typical, I'm black, you're white, and we want to be, we want to get married, but we got to introduce our families because, you know, you're black and I'm white, and that's a big deal. Y'all, I'm so fucking tired of those movies. I'm tired of these movies, boy. I think at this point in 2023, it is no longer a big deal when when two people of different races date it's not it's not big news anymore i'm sick of movies like this i feel like we have so many movies and tv shows like this 
Like the interracial agenda is being pushed like crazy. I just, I'm not excited for this movie at all. And I want to be because they have heavy hitters in this movie. They got Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, Nia Long playing a couple, what? Like Jonah Hill. And they have some other heavy hitters on the white side too. I just can't remember what their names are. Like, and I think even um, Young Miami from the City Girls is making a cameo in the movie. Like, it's, the cast is everything. But the to me, the movie plot is just tired. I am, like, I'm just, it's, it's not a groundbreaking movie plot. Like, I'm telling you, in 2023, it is no longer a big deal for white people and black people to date. It's not. And I'm just sick of movies and TV shows about this. I'm just, I'm not excited for it. A lot of people on social media have felt the same way. But one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things that people were making a big deal about is that Eddie Murphy and Nia Long are dark-skinned and Lauren London plays her daughter and she's light-skinned. You know, I'm going to need in 2023 for many black people to go back to biology class because the amount of people that do not realize that two black, two dark-skinned people can make a light-skinned child is insane. It's called genetics. <laughs> like... Both of my parents are darker skin and both of my brothers are light. So, I mean, it, it it's definitely possible. It's called genetics. Somebody in the family could be light. And, be, and that's not even, I don't even know why we're pointing that out. That's not really even a big deal. But a lot of people on social media were pointing that out. Other people were pointing out that Nia Long is too young to play Lauren Lennon's mom. Yeah, that is true. Because I think they're only like 14 years apart. They're not even in real life. But in the, in the movie, she could have had her young. There's many TV shows where the mom and the daughter or the son and the dad are, like, actually only, like, 10 years apart. Like, in the Cosby show, for example, the actress that played the oldest daughter, what was the oldest daughter's name? Sandra. The actress that played her and the actress that played the mom, Felicia Rashad, were only, I think, like, seven years apart in real life. Like, they were not even old enough to be mother and daughter. But, I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, I didn't think that was a big deal either. To me, the problem with the movie is it's just corny and played out and it's tired. And I just, I don't want to see any more movies. I don't want to see any more movies like this. I think we have killed this movie plot. Like, it's 2023. To me, there's nothing groundbreaking about an interracial couple. There's it's nothing groundbreaking about it. There's so many DMX kids running around here. Uh, it's not a groundbreaking plot. Will I watch it? Mo- probably not. For one thing, I canceled my Netflix s- subscription, so I don't think I'm going to watch it. But if y'all want to watch it, um, it premieres on Netflix on January 27th. So y'all tell me how it is, I guess. I don't know. All right. Next up on Drop It Like It's Hot Topics. Anyway, next up on Drop It Like It's Hot Topics, um, go- the Golden Globe was, I think, last week, maybe the week before, um, and there were some big winners, Quinta Bronson and Tyler James Williams, they won for their roles in um, Abbott en- Elementary, which if y'all don't watch Abbott Elementary, y'all need to get to it. It is a great show. I think it's really, I think it's really funny. 
And um, I really admire Quinta Bronson because she's come such a long way. If y'all remember Quinta, she had that viral video years ago. I think it was on Vine. She had that viral video years ago. Oh, he got money. I don't know if you guys remember that. Let me see if I can find it. That video was very like big back when it first came out. Um, and she was on BuzzFeed. And so to see her now is just so inspiring. Um, yeah, here's a video here, y'all. Can I get some Skittles? Uh, some dips? Reese's Pieces? Ah! Pretzels? <laughs> and a large popcorn. A large? You got your money! I don't know if y'all remember that video. I remember when that video first came out, y'all. Oh, my God. So, to see how big she is now and winning awards and having this great TV show. Like, I'm so proud of Quinta Bronson and I'm happy for her. And I definitely look up to her because she's, like, literally doing what I would like to do. I would love to be... Um, I actually have a TV show in mind that I am somewhat writing and I would actually like to start it as well. So, you know, I would love to be a writer and some kind of an actress or something like Quinta. Like that would be really cool. So um, congratulations to Quinta Bronson. She's like I said, super inspiring. And um, I think people like us that want to be like in her career field definitely look up to her especially as a black writer and actor like big ups to her and also big ups to tyler james williams if y'all remember tyler james williams played chris and and everybody hates chris so we've literally watched him grow up so to see tyler james williams um become this really like talented grown-up actor like he kills it on Abbott Elementary like it's it's really awesome to see um so yeah congratulations to the two of them again it's a great show I really want the actress to play Janine on the show um the principal to win she needs to win all the awards because she low-key high-key carries the show I'm sorry she is the funniest most interesting person on that show like I low-key, high-key mainly watch it for her. <laughs> her character is just hilarious. She, her character actually kind of reminds me of me when I worked at Wegmans. Like, I don't know. I just would love for that actress to win more stuff. So hopefully, you know, next award season, she she clears out. Um, and then next up, the Golden Globe, the, a big Golden Globe winner was Angela Bassett. She won for her role in... Black Panther 2 for Queen Zamunda. I'm sorry. Queen Zamunda, was that her name? Queen Ramona. I'm dumb. Zamunda is coming to America. She won for her role as Queen Ramona. Um, <clears throat> which she killed. I loved Angela Bassett's role in that movie. And I knew, I knew the exact scene that she was going to win awards. And it was a scene where she's reprimanding Okoye and she's like, have I not given everything? I knew her ass was going to win as soon as I watched that. Cause that scene put chills down my body. She killed it. And she actually is the first actress out of all the Marvel movies to win a Golden Globe. That's big shit right there. You know how many actors are in the Marvel movies? There's like 80 Marvel movies. And for Angela Bassett to be the first and only one, 
much deserved, much deserved. I'm so happy for Angela Bassett. And again, another beautiful, great actress to look up to. She's been in the game for a long time. Angela Bassett should have, should win every award that she's ever nominated for because she is a fantastic actress and you know what's crazy the last she has won a golden globe before but the last time she won a golden globe was 29 years ago january of 1994 the year i was born she won for her role as tina turner and what's love got to do with it so yeah the fact that she looks younger now than she did in 1994 also is like insane this woman is 64 years old but here's a little bit of her speech i really liked her speech especially the part when she thanks god i loved her speech and she like was uh, she said something to the effect of like we need to you give all thanks to god or something like that so here's a little bit of her speech courtney be vance (coughs) bronwyn and slater i love you from the depths of my heart And my mother always said that good things come to those who pray. And I see the truth of that every day as we welcome each new day as a family. To my Marvel Disney family. That was the part when she said that her mom said good things come to those who pray. I love that part because it's true. Um, I am, I wouldn't consider myself super like religious, but I definitely believe in God and I definitely pray and I 100% believe in um, that line that Angela Bassett said, good things do come to those who pray. And I've seen it with my own eyes. So yeah, congratulations to Angela Bassett, yo, that is a much deserved award. Um, and then the last highlight of the night was Eddie Murphy. Um, he accepted some type of award that night. They said it's the Cecil B. DeMille award. I don't know what the fuck that is, but Anyway, and his speech was hilarious. The last part of his speech was hilarious. I'm going to play you guys it. That you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's a blueprint. And I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things. You just do these three things. Pay your taxes. Mind your business and keep Will Smith's wife's name. That was fucking hilarious. I wish they hadn't blocked out the curse word. That was so funny and so unexpected. Like when I first watched it, I was not expecting (laughs) to say that. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm glad Eddie Murphy's like coming back into, you know, the limelight and acting again. I feel like he took a bit of a break. And so it's nice to see him back. He's literally a living legend. Um, I love Eddie Murphy. I grew up watching his movies. My parents, especially my dad, is a big Eddie Murphy fan. So we grew up watching a lot of his stuff. Um, I remember watching his stand up in the 80s. Oh my God, what were they called? He had two stand-up comedy specials in the 80s. Ugh, shit. I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of either one of them, but I remember watching them with my dad, which, you know, watching it again as a grown-up, as an adult, I should not have been watching <laughs> watching that kind of show with my dad. But again, my parents did not monitor anything that we did, and we were allowed to just watch and, and read anything we wanted. But, um... So, yeah, that was a really great highlight of the show. Um, What else? 
other things happen, but that's kind of all I want to talk about with the Golden Globes, because I really just care about all the black people that won, and that's about it. Okay, next up, um, Quavo released a new song called Without You, which is honoring his uh, late nephew, Takeoff, who, as we all know, Takeoff passed away last October, um, tragically. So, um, the song is pretty good. It's very sad. I mean, I'm going to play y'all a little bit of it. Okay, y'all heard that. That's a little bit of it. Um, I um, I think it's a great way for Quavo to just let out his pain. He is a musician, so what better way to express how he feels and through music? Um, I just can't imagine how he feels. I have never really lost anyone super close to me. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know how he feels. I don't know how he feels. And I pray to not know how he feels for a very long time. Um, But I I can just imagine that it's really been a tough couple of months for him and even Offset and just the whole family, you know. And I I just think it's especially sad just because of the way um, Takeoff died was, you know, just so unnecessarily. But, um... May take off, continue to rest in perfect peace. I hope that Quavo can find peace eventually. I know it's going to take a long time, but I hope eventually he can find peace. Um, so yeah, the, the song is called Without You if y'all want to check out the rest of it. Um, okay, next up, I'm going to talk about this like interview that Taraji P. Henson did with Angie Martinez. Well, there's a snippet of it that I want to play if I can find it. Okay, sorry, y'all. There, it, it's a snippet, and she had a very long interview with Angie Martinez, but I saw this snippet on Instagram where she's talking 
about not really being happy and how she thought that there, like, I guess, like, her reaching this point in her life, she thought she would be happy, but she's not sure she's happier. It was something like that. I can't really find it. Um, and I related to that. I really did relate to that because I just feel like we think that, I feel like we as human beings, we feel like, okay, you know, I'm not happy now, but when I achieve this and when I get to this point in my life, I know I'm going to be happy. And then you do achieve it and then you do get to that point in your life and you're still not sure if you're happy or you know for a fact that you're not happy, even though you thought this is what you was going to make you happy. And I think it's very interesting and that's why I feel like you know as I get older and again I like I said I am I guess a spiritual person and I definitely believe in God and I definitely pray so if you're not spiritual and you don't pray then this advice might not be that great for you but for me what I try to do now when I pray for certain things I also pray to God to guide me and if this thing that I'm praying for is truly for me and is truly what is going to make my life better I want it and I pray that I'm happy when I get it and if it's not then I don't want it um because I guess like for me I do always think I I do always I'm I'm always I feel like I'm I'm kind of a very introspective person like I'm always thinking about myself and my life and things about my life and I'm always thinking one question I do definitely ask myself is am I happy which is a very loaded question like you would think it's a straightforward question but it's really not like and I always think to myself am I really happy like I think at the point that I'm in in my life I used to beg God to get here when I was younger like in my early I feel like my younger self would be so proud of me because I used to beg God to get to this place in my life. I used to beg God, you know, to graduate college. I used to beg God to, like, get my own apartment. I used to beg God, you know, to make more money. And I have all of that. And I still am not sure whether I'm happy. But, you know, again, I just feel like it's life. I feel like happiness comes in waves. It's not something that you're always going to be happy all the time. And it's like, you know, there's the same thing Taraji P. Hansen kind of said in her interview. Like, she is super successful now. She's a very A-list actor. It's something that she's always wanted. But she is admitting that she is not super happy. So I just feel like, you know, we all just need to, like, try to figure out our happiness and always put it up. For me, I feel like you have to put it up to God. And if you even need to get even more help and get mental help like like mental health assistance eg a therapist or something that i think that's also a great investment so yeah i just thought that was interesting because i feel like everyone can relate to that like we all think something's gonna make us happy and then we 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 pine for it and some of us we pray for it and then we get it and you're like dang i'm still not happy so yeah i just thought that was interesting um, okay, next up on Drop It Like It's Hot Topic, I want to wish Blue Ivy Carter a happy 11th birthday. Blue Ivy turned 11 on January 7th, and um, obviously, if y'all don't know who Blue Ivy Carter is, I don't know where you are. Blue Ivy Carter is obviously the daughter of the iconic Beyonce Giselle Nose Carter and Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> y'all, I remember when B- 
Beyonce was pregnant with a blue. I remember when she announced her pregnancy at the 2011 VMA Awards. Like when she dropped her mic and then started rubbing her belly. I just remember being so excited and so happy. And I remember when Blue was born. And I just feel like I know her, even though I've never met this child in my life. I've never, I've probably never even been in the same vicinity as Blue Ivy Carter. But I just can't believe how big she is. I can't believe she's 11. Like she's literally growing before our eyes. She's such a beautiful girl. Um,. And I just know she's going to do great things. I just know she is. She, I mean, it's in, it's in her genes, first of all. You can't have a dad like Beyonce, uh, parents like Beyonce and Jay-Z and not be destined for greatness. So, yeah, I'm excited to see the kind of young woman that she grows into. And, yeah, happy birthday, Blue. I hope it was everything you wanted it to be and more. I don't know how it couldn't be when you are an heiress, <laughs> okay? So, yeah. Happy birthday to my fellow Capricorn. Um, next up, I also want to wish Mary J. Blige, the queen. Mary J. a happy, I think she turned 52. Happy 52nd birthday. Her birthday was on the 11th. Um, so yeah, anybody that knows me knows I love Mary J. Blige. I absolutely love her. I saw her in concert last September. I think it was September and it was first of all the experience the concert was <laughs> a struggle okay I struggled to get there it was at the Capital One Arena and I don't know what was going on at the Capital One Arena but they they were not prepared for the concert and they had a long ass line at the door when I tell y'all that I truly love Mary J Blige because I was in hell Y'all know I got that back issue, so I can't really be standing. So my back was on fire. I almost got into it with these DC people. Um, I couldn't find my damn seat. Then I finally found my seat. And we were waiting for like over an hour for Mary to come out. I mean, it was truly an experience from hell. But when she finally came out, it was all worth it. It was all worth it to sing my favorite favorite Mary J. Blige songs in person. Because, um, again, she is one of my favorite singers. So, happy birthday to my fellow Capricorn, Mary J. Blige. <sighs> I think that's it for birthdays. Um, then, last up, I talk about Prince Harry, y'all. <laughs> so, if y'all don't know Prince Harry's new book just came out called Spare and the book I think is an autobiography of some sort I think I, you know what I never even really looked to see what the hell the book is about I know it's about him but I don't know if it's considered an autobiography but it, yeah the book is about Prince Harry and his life as the spare as if y'all don't know Prince Harry his whole life has been called the spare uh, meaning you know, so his brother, William, is the heir. He's the heir to the throne. And Harry is the spare, meaning if anything, God forbid, ever happened to William before he was married and had kids, Harry would have been the king. So he's the spare just in case anything happens to the actual heir. So, you know, the book just kind of chronicles his life. Um, being the spare, being second to his brother, um, his relationship with his dad, 
how his life has been, you know, since their mom passed away in 97. Um, I have not read the book, nor do I have any interest in reading the book. I have seen the reviews on TikTok, and I have heard the book is very spicy. I heard, I heard a snippet of it on Twitter, and I said, what the hell is going on? The snippet I heard on Twitter, he's, like, talking about rubbing some type of, like, cream on his genitals, like... The book I heard is crazy. Like, it's just kind of all over the place. Harry did not hold back at all. And um, he's really exposing the royal family. He's exposing especially his older brother, William. Um, I always thought William was a nice person. <laughs> he looks like a nice person. But apparently he's actually a dick. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to read it. But I heard it's a very spicy book. And if you're interested in learning about the royal family... And their, you know, dirty little secrets. Go ahead and pick that book up. You know, the thing about it, for me, with Harry and Megan, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about them. (laughs) I am truly tired of hearing about the two of them. I find them to be quite boring. I really do. I feel like Megan, and I've talked about this on my TikTok You know, I feel like she tries to act super naive and she, you know, like when she's like, I didn't know who Harry was. Girl, you're older than him. You didn't know who Prince Harry was before you started dating him. Get out of here. Get out of here. And then the thing for me is, yes, the British press were very awful to Megan. I'm not going to say they weren't like they were pretty bad. But this is my thing with with Megan. I don't know if I've ever like mentioned it on my tic- on on my on this podcast, but I know I said it on TikTok. Megan, what did you think was gonna happen when you married into this family? Like when she mentions the racism and how surprised she was at the racism, I, it, it makes me side eye her because I don't understand what you thought was gonna happen. This is the royal family. This is England. They basically invented racism, if you think about it. They colonized half the damn earth. They colonized America. Okay? America is a product of England. And it's racist as fuck over here. What do you think is going to be in the home country? (laughs) Like, for her to be so shocked that they're racist, I just thought it was insane. I really think that she thought because she's super light-skinned and, you know, in America can pass for white. I feel like she thought that that was going to work to her advantage. And the thing about it is that every woman that marries into the royal family goes through hell. Every single one of them. Diana, who was Harry's damn mother, went through hell, as we all know. And she was a white woman. Okay? Kate, who is William's wife, has been through a lot. Okay? She just doesn't come out and tell it. But the little bit that we know, she's been through a lot. For example, allegedly, William was cheating on her with her best friend. Like, they go through a lot marrying into that awful family. So, I don't know what you thought was going to happen when you got in there. But, anyway, I just, you know, I'm just kind of tired of hearing about them. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't think, for one thing, they're not really telling us anything that anyone with common sense didn't already know. I mean... I guess the news about his brother, like he said, his brother assaulted him. I thought that was interesting, but kind of made him seem weak. I mean, William punched you. And what did you do? You didn't hit him back. Okay. Um, 
But, you know, I guess they have to make their own money now because they've been cut off from the royal family. So what else are they going to do for money? They're going to have to be in the media selling their stories. And, you know, one good thing is people do want to know the royal family is a very well-known family. And Harry is like probably one of the biggest, most famous people on earth. So, you know, why not make money off your life? Um, I do think that it's cool, though, like, kind of seeing, like, he's on this book tour, so he's going to all of the, um, talk shows, and so it's kind of cool to see this side of here. I never really knew what he was like, because when he was in the royal family, like, we don't really get to see what they're truly like. They're so, like, rigid and boring in public, so we don't really get to see their true personalities. Um, but yeah. It's, uh, it's very interesting. The book is definitely done well. I heard it's, like, one of the highest-selling c- books to date. It sold, like, 1.4 million copies in a day. So, you know, it's it's doing pretty well. Um, a lot of people are saying they're worried for his safety because <laughs> we know how the royal family allegedly does. Um... I mean, I think Harry knows what he's doing. He knows the kind of family he married. I mean, married. (laughs) He knows the kind of family he was born into. So I think he knows what he needs to do to protect his family and protect himself. So, um, and I don't think, you know, the royal family or whoever would be stupid enough to do anything to him while he's in the public eye right now. But anyway, if y'all want it, the book is out. It's called Spare. Um, so yeah. All right, I think that's it for Drop It Like It's Hot Topics. Next up, I'm going to do iffy rants. Just going to do like a little small rant. Um, This rant is about social media. And, well, I think it's specifically about Instagram. And how, like, I low-key feel like I'm outgrowing Instagram. Like, I don't think I'm outgrowing social media because I still love Twitter and I still love TikTok. Even though, to be honest, those are getting a little bit boring. Especially Twitter, like... Twitter used to be so funny back in the day, but now it's just kind of okay. I mean, sometimes I do a little chuckle, but for the most part, it's just kind of something to look at, but Instagram is really not it anymore. I don't know what it is. It's just not, I don't like it anymore. I rarely post on my story now, and I thought I was the only one that felt like this until I got on TikTok, and people were saying how they get the ache when they post on their story. I thought it was just me. I will post on my story. And then literally 30 minutes later, I'll delete it. Because I don't know what it is. It's like, I just think about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to post that. So I just don't, I have not been posting on my story at all. And that is very different for me. Because old me, I used to post my story every day. I literally felt obligated to post every day. And now I'm just kind of like, you know, I don't feel obligated anymore. So... I don't know. I think that's growing up. I mean, I just turned 28. So I maybe that's part of being 28. I just don't think that everybody needs to know every little thing that I'm doing. When I was younger, again, I used to post every little thing I'm doing, everywhere that I'm going. Now that I'm older, I just don't feel the need to do that. Because it's just kind of like, who cares? Who cares? Like, I don't know. I just don't feel like people need to know every move you make. Um, Because who are these people? What the, who are they? They're nobodies. So, I don't know. I used to like to post funny TikToks. I don't even do that anymore. 
But yeah, I just feel like the older you get, the more you like analyze things and you realize that you're like outgrowing things. So I might actually delete my Instagram. I'll see. I'll, I'll think about it. But um, yeah, that's it for uh, that's it for what do I know? Where hot topics meets books. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.